I have your attention, please. The show starts in ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Electricity here in Columbia. Well, it's been buzzing loudly all weekend. Passion of the crowd in Williams Price Stadium is second to none. And the rave breaks out in Columbia. It is good! Gamecock fans, welcome home. See how it goes, uh, but we'll be ready to go. It's time to root. Touchdown, Carolina! It's gone! Touchdown! What a hit! He makes it in! You believe the Cops have won this game. Here are your hosts, J.C. Sherbert. Oh, watch him celebrate now. Bill Molinax. My wife doesn't like hanging around losing. And Jamie Bradford. I'm going to tell him, you look like you joined the dance All right, greetings and good morning. Welcome aboard and welcome home. Inside the Gamecocks, the show live from the Sinorama Studios, the preferred sign partner of the University of South Carolina's Athletics Department and built by the Barndo Code, thebarndominiumcode.com, where that dream home of yours can be built for as low as, you heard it here first, $160 per square foot, and it is a dream. As a matter of fact, one of our very loyal listeners or audience members, whatever you'd like to call them, contacted me just the other day about contacting the Barndo Co. It is their dream to build one, and that is the plan, and uh, certainly really appreciate that gentleman for the phone call. JC, JB, and Phil here until 1 o'clock this afternoon. We are about guest out for the weekend, or uh, for the week, heading into the weekend. Michael Flint was scheduled to be here today. He actually is going to have to take the day off, but We've been doing this a while, and we know how to get you through a couple of hours. We hope you'll hang with us. And in between now and then, uh, we've got plenty to get to, including our most exciting or, or who we're most excited to see from this year's freshman class on the offensive side of the football, on the defensive side of the football, and then the player overall. And that player overall might be one of the guys that we list in those other three categories, but we'll get to that coming up here. In just a little while, there's a pretty good uh, mailbag question that was passed along, and we'll, we're going to answer that. And uh, certainly appreciate uh, Isaiah for that question uh, that he sent yesterday. So, Isaiah, we'll get to that here in just a little while as well. Mark Kingston set to receive an extension and more than likely a raise. He hasn't had one in quite some time, but after this year's super regional appearance, y'all know how college athletics goes. You got to look secure for the future, and it looks like the administration in South Carolina is going to do just that for Coach Kingston. Uh, so we'll get into some of that. Some notes from practice yesterday. This is the final scrimmage before they will play football, like the real version in a game, coming up in just a couple of weeks. A matter of fact, today is the final Friday before college a college football weekend until 2024, ladies and gentlemen. 2020. Four. So enjoy it. And in addition, and, and I think most importantly, we are 
so excited that high school football is back. And we'll tell you where in-state Gamecock commitments and targets are playing. On that note, if you have downloaded our app, you're ahead of the game. If you haven't, what the hell have you been doing for the last three weeks? It's time to download it because the Chief Sports High School scoreboard is in there. And if you are out watching high school football tonight, or if you're just putting around at the house and want to know who's doing what and where, what do the scores look like, you just pull up our app, hit the high school scoreboard, bam, pops right up. And uh, you can kind of browse around and, and check out your favorite programs and this, that, and the other. So with all that said, we will welcome in Mad Dog himself and the new king of Columbia, J.C. Schubert. <laughs> welcome. It's the he, return he, of the king. He keeps seeing the return of the king, right? The, the return of the king. The Lion king. king. Lion King, part of Lion King, return of the king, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. The Lion King Part Two, or yes. did that happen at the end? Hell, I haven't seen it in a while. Well, I you, wait. Ensconced in the exact same place from which he reigned all those years ago, which I find funny. Well, now wait a second here. Y'all actually watched The Lion King Two? Oh, no, 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 oh. Jamie. He he was talking about when I was in school here, and uh, I've returned to the exact same place <laughs> where my throne was when I was the king of. I, although I have seen. I have two daughters in Disney Plus, so yeah, well, they, I, I yeah, do too. But I refuse to let them watch that. I, I that's one of those two movies. I just, I, I how could it part ever part two? Mm. Yeah, it, it, the story ends. It's Hamlet. Nobody yeah, realizes. Right, yeah. Everybody does. Nobody realize that that's they took a lot from Hamlet. But anyway, uh, long story short, yeah, I did once reign supreme around here. But last night, uh, be yeah. a Thursday night in Columbia with students. Uh, largely back on campus, I think a lot are moving in today. A friend of mine in Phil's, who's actually going to be sitting with us at the North Carolina game, moved his daughter in this weekend down here. Uh, so I guess they're all moving in, and uh, it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be in terms of uh, – but, but there was one hellraiser last night about 3 a.m. <laughs> Woo-hoo, I'm drunk, knocking on doors. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what I get. You know, we had a big stereo system, and – uh, a song uh, Dave Matthews starts off a live album with it. It's called Seek Up. It's got doom, 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 like real heavy. And, you know, when you get home, you get home after a long night and five points and, you know, the, the gun just starts flowing and you, you turn that up a little bit loud. And I know my neighbors probably hated it. So I get what yeah. I deserve uh, no matter what right. happens. But it, it did wake me up. And then so I just started working. So I've been up for a while. I took a two-hour nap about 7 a.m. So <laughs> uh, forgive me if I'm a little loopy. But, uh, hey, that's life down here in the in the, in the the five points, as they say in Gangs of New York. The five <laughs> points. I'm in the five points. I'm like Liam Neeson coming back to life. In that movie, or Leo. Anyway. Uh, yeah, high school football. I'm excited about that. Um, I messed up and scheduled a, a dinner, a business dinner tonight. I have to get to. We're not messed up. It's uh, it's going to be fun. But uh, otherwise, I'd probably go see Broom in Powdersville because Broom has that 2026 running back that's supposed to be the next big running back to come out of our state. Carolina's already offered him. Of course, his name's Jalen McGill. Uh, so I'd like to set eyes on him while I'm down here. So I'll catch another Broom Centurions game at some point. But that's uh, that's very exciting. And then you mentioned week zero. Um, that means i got to go grab some – New York strips or ribeyes, 
uh, next weekend when I'm back in Chicago because speaking of the Irish, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame kickoff yeah. the season. And 2.30. I am destined to have a uh, week zero throwdown. Uh, last year was kind of fun until I realized there were no other good games except Northwestern and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that ended up being two bad, bad football teams, by the way. Remember, we all kind of thought, oh, Holinsky's arrived. Kudos for him. Next thing you know, they're losing to Southern Illinois at home. <laughs> it was just, it went terribly south. They probably got the potato flu over there, the Guinness flu in Ireland, uh, the curse. But anyway, so Notre Dame plays Navy. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing Notre Dame play. We talked about Notre Dame yesterday uh, with Phil Steele on J.C. and Morgan. You and I, JB and Phil and Mike and all of us have talked about Notre Dame here. Notre Dame, of course, played Carolina the last time he took the field. Sam Hartman going in there from Wake Forest. I don't know, man. That's a good fit. <laughs> that's And that's kind of – no. and I like Tyler Buckner, and I thought Tyler Buckner played his butt off against the Gamecocks. He just made some mistakes. But that's a different level guy uh, with the talent they have at Notre Dame, including one Jaden Greathouse who – Carolina finished second for out of Austin, Texas, promising freshman receiver who's on the 24-7 sports preseason true freshman All-America team along with the Gamecocks' Pup Howard so um, and others, of course. But uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I think in SEC country, and Clint, yeah, he's going to start. Jaden's going to start uh, at the 2D at Notre Dame. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. I was sitting there thinking, like, my frustrations with Week Zero are this. The second best game that we're all looking forward to Saturday, next Saturday, is Vanderbilt and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this was a 73-10 to 10 game in Honolulu last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one got away. They're mm-hmm. coming to Nashville to play in front of about 10 people, 11. <laughs> so maybe like six up in the suites. Could you imagine being a, like a, a rich Vandy fan? Just sit anywhere you want. You have your own bathroom, like your own personal bathroom, and people with you would have their own bathrooms. It's like watching the game at home. Get through, I'm sure, but but you're just sad all the time. Just sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, so anyway, comment there. Craig said that Dylan Lonergan has taken over for Tyler Buckner as the third quarterback on the Alabama depth chart per. Uh, Bill King, who, J.C., you're on with Bill every week in Nashville. I may have been really wrong about Tyler Buckner, by the way. <laughs> Here I was singing his praises. I'm, I, keep in mind, I'm on the air in Tuscaloosa every Thursday predicting greatness for this kid, right? And now he's fourth. Yeah, you might not be on the air again. And, and the surprise is Dylan Lonergan, you know, the whole thing with him was I thought it was good that he went to Bama because, you know, he kind of wanted – his heart was kind of in baseball, 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 and – you know, I was like, well, they can they can afford to kind of wait on him to sort of do it. But uh, Shannon Terry actually tweeted the other day. Of course, he's got long-standing ties to Alabama. That Lonergan had the best arm talent of any quarterback they've got. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, shoot, when he visited South Carolina, I mean, um, you know, my so a couple of my contacts in the building there said he could flat out sling it. The the thing that they were a little concerned with, and it, it was nothing personal. But, I mean, you know how recruiting goes, J.C., especially when you're trying to – like, you want to make sure when that guy walks into the building that uh, he is meshing with everybody else that they're trying to find. You know, that's the and, – and, and not 
not that Lonergan didn't doesn't have those characteristics. It just j- didn't seem like it gelled as well as it did with Dante Reno, uh, as it did with a couple of these other guys that they have been recruiting. And um, and so, you know, that was part of the reason that he ended up at Alabama. Not again, not not, not taking anything from I'm saying this wrong. I'm saying this incorrectly. Guys go places for different reasons. We all know that. Sure. It just actually fit him better at Alabama than it did at South Carolina. They didn't cry when he went to Alabama. And no. And, 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 and that's not dogging him either. That's not that's not anything negative. It well, just didn't, South Carolina would have never gone on Lenore Sellers if they got into the water. Right. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's just think about that. I, I mean, I know an Alabama practice report really impresses a lot of people, right? And it does sure. me too. I'm, I'm actually impressed by what he's done. But I'm more impressed by that one video I saw of Lenore Sellers avoiding pressure, stepping up in the pocket, setting his feet and firing a, a, a half inch before he's up over the line, right? Over the line. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they have a big Lebowski reference here. And throwing a pill down the field. Mm. Eric Rice, I think. Uh, I, I don't want to say the receiver dropped. I think the DB actually made a pretty good play on the ball. But my God in heaven. Yeah, and that's that's his throwing, and he and but the kid is 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 gonna he's a great runner too. I mean, guys like that, if they reach their potential, can elevate your program. Here's what I think Alabama's gonna do. I think uh, I think Jalen Milrow is gonna win this job because I think he's thrown it well enough at Alabama this preseason to hold off Tyler Simpson and the others. Uh, the whole knock on him was obviously that they don't have a passing game when he's in there last year. Well, I'll remind everybody when Dylan Thompson came in against Vanderbilt in 2012, uh, in the first game of the season, he looked like the backup quarterback from necessary roughness, like literally fell down a couple of times, right? <laughs> By the end of that year, he was lighting Clemson up and throwing the game winning touchdown against Michigan in the bowl. So moral of this story Young players get better, and it looks like Jalen Milrow has. So if he if they can get a passing game out of him with the way that dude can run, we all saw the Arkansas-Alabama game last year, didn't we? Remember him yeah, just taking I, off around less? They left in 72 yards later. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, play, you know? I, don't, I don't share, like, uh, Jimmy here in the chat box, and he's not alone. I'm not saying he's wrong. We don't – nobody knows. I, I, I do not share at all. Um, a lot of the people in college football fans, you know, uh, analysts, whatever, whatever it is, and, and their doubt for the Alabama quarterback room, I don't, I don't fall into that category because I've seen it too many times. And and anytime you start doing that over there, you look up and and it ends up being one of the best best teams in history again. I mean. They have a ton of talent in that quarterback room. A ton. Like, I mean, JC, if Tyler Buckner is your four-string quarterback, and I'm with you, he's not a bad player. He's mm-hmm. not a bad player. We know he's a good player. But if he's the four-string quarterback at Alabama, that's a damn good quarterback room. I, I just can't – I'll have to believe it. I'll have to see it to believe it uh, to, for anybody to convince me that they're going to have some type of major issue at QB because I don't see it. I'll say this, too. Uh, and Jimmy, I agree. Arkansas didn't have a defense, but no, I mean, they didn't. Yeah. Sometimes good is just good. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of defense you have if you're that good at running the ball, uh, and he certainly is that fast as a quarterback. 
Uh, and I'll just say this. Well, having watched Notre Dame for a while last year, I'm being forced to at gunpoint. And not negatable, but otherwise. <laughs> just, just kidding, Matt. You're watching. Uh, that Tommy, Tommy Brees will, will run the quarterback. He's not afraid to do it. And he hadn't had a quarterback like Milrow athletically. And then you combine that they have a pretty good offensive line. And then they're going to have pretty good running backs. So you're talking about a lot of zone read and things like that. This, this Alabama, if Milrow is the guy and he can competently pass the football, that is a totally different X factor than anyone in college football is ever expecting because their last memories of him were that was that Texas A&M game where they almost got beat and they yeah. could not throw the football. So if he can competently throw it, that opens up the quarterback run game. And then they have studs from here to Vietnam uh, at running back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to beat the dog do out of Texas. I think Texas, you see, the worst thing, (laughs) if I'm I'm Sark, who, by the way, is a jerk. uh, I'm going to tell you the game that nobody's talking about that's going to be more of a challenge you think. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I don't think they will. It's at Mississippi State. And 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 you look where it falls. It's the week before they have to hit the road for A and M. It's the week after they've got Ole Miss coming to town. This will be their. This will be. It's kind of a weird, strange start to the season, guys. You got Texas coming in, and for whatever reason, they've decided that they're going to honor that trip to South Florida and go play the Bulls in Tampa, which is fine. They'll go down there and beat the dog mess out of them, and then Kiffin rolls into town, and everybody's going to be all amped up for it. And Mississippi State is that one team that nobody knows who the hell – now, there's going to be plenty of tape on them by then. The staff, they're going to be well scouted by Alabama. But Zach Arnett is a defensive guy, and he knows dang well if you can circle one game and say, hey, I have announced the the turning of the tide (laughs) – no pun intended. I'm turning the page around here. Mississippi State is – this program, we're in it. That game is circled in Starkville. You know it is. And they're going to have a hell of a defensive game plan. That's the one that Bama could go, oh, oh are they going to lose or are they not? I don't think they will, but fourth quarter, wait a second here. This game's a three-point ball game. It's assuming Mississippi's taking across the 50 because they haven't in a few years. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was Leach's system, though. So, JB, you bring up a good point. If they get the App State system going, that's a that's – a, it's kind of a tricky run game. You got to kind of prepare a little more. It's a lot of zone blocking, things like that. They can give teams trouble. Mississippi State's always got good uh, defensive players. Uh, let's say Milrow can't throw the ball, and Mississippi State has a great game plan to bottle it up, and he has an off day passing, and, and and yeah, you could see one of those ten to seven type slobber knockers uh, in there. Bill, I don't know who told you, Bill from the chat box, and I think he's done this before. We may want to. Look into this guy. Can you tell me Rattler is in top shape? I hear he's a little lazy in sprints, et cetera. I can tell you that that's not true. And my source, I, whoever I'm, told you that's a blithering idiot with a yeah, muscular I, brain. That's not even. But I doubt. I doubt you even heard that, Bill. I think you're just kind of trying to stir the pot, which is fine. If he if he did, just tell your source uh, that he's uh, or she, whomever it may be, is uh, they are stupid. It's, is grossly uh, has been grossly uh, misled. He's I'd a say. little lazy in sprint. So that, does that even equate that you're not in top shape? I mean, I, I, all, all we've heard about Rattler from people that would know is that he's worked his ass off all summer. 
Well, I, what is I, that? Was he mall walking forties out there? I mean, what the hell? Are, what is lazy? That's, that's stupid. <laughs> this, this guy's. I think he's done this before. I, I, I want to be careful because I want to make sure it's the same guy. But mm. Bill Wallace is, uh, I think, a, probably pulls for our, our brethren up in the upstate and jumps on mm. Facebook like a lot of morons do, and you know, spews garbage. It's the nature of the beast in the world that we live in. That's for sure. sure. We do, I'm not we upset do. about it. I just want to do address it in case somebody read it and <laughs> on our Wallace. chat box, and then every it spreads. I heard, I read somewhere, you know, because yeah. sometimes we don't always remember where we hear things. You know? I know. Well, that's you the do. problem. That's the problem with everything that comes through this chat. But where'd you hear it? Well, I don't know. Well, who said it? Uh, it was. I saw it on Twitter. Well, who yeah, was it on did. Twitter specifically? <laughs> Give me the name of the guy that said it. You could have a douchebag in the parking lot of the food lion dressed as a tomato spouting out, handing out flyers that the government's going to ban vegetables. Uh, and and it, it kind of gets around and you, you think it's real. You're looking for it in the news. You're Googling it. That's that's our world these days. I think I, I'd like so, to go spend some uh, time like in another part of the, uh, the Southeast, Athens, Clemson, somewhere, and just kind of just hang around and – Walking in and out of the grocery store, you know, like when you're standing yeah, in the grocery store line buying a pack of gum. Hey, man, you ready for the game on Saturday? Yeah, dude. Did you hear? Did you did, did you did you hear that Klubnik is uh, he, he he someone they got in a fight and they chewed his nose off? Did you hear about it? It was in the locker room. The guy the guy stuck his finger up his butt and bit him on the nose. Unbelievable. Kirby check, hair, check Kirby's Tiger hair Net. Is, see what you're hearing. Kirby's <laughs> hair is fake. That's highly probable, isn't it? Uh, that may not be a lot. Uh, oh, the guy was a Clemson fan. He had his T-shirt on. Yeah, nobody, that's right. Nobody shut, yeah, put your, put your tiger paw on. Again. Yes, that's something uh, that's funny, you know. But, nah, yeah, I think Bill Wallace. I like this before. one, YouTube user. That's a good one. <laughs> you see all kinds of stuff up at the food line these days. Especially my food line. Yeah, the same guy's been asking me for money for about three months. I've told him every which way you can tell him. I don't have any money. I've got kids. Hey, this place. Uh, I think that's Columbia. my wife's burner because that I looks think like it my is. Daughter. That looks like your daughter, <laughs> Phil. I was like, I was like, is that, that's either Stella or Dana. Uh, it better anyway, not be Stella, you need to be in class right now. You're gonna get your phone taken away. Ooh, ooh, wee, ooh, wee. <laughs> but no, I, I live next to the food line, uh, and I'm proud that I do. I had no idea they bought some bylos because I'm 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 cruising cruising down. Uh, yeah, no. Toward the Rosewood where Rosewood ends or whatever, and I'm I'm looking for the Gamecock Bilo to be loyal, right? It's yeah. a dang food. It's a food line now. But, I love uh, food line. Oh my wife, my fiance loves it. Every time we've been to Myrtle Beach, let's go to that food line, and then we spend a hundred dollars and come out like with four it, weeks worth of food. Really? <laughs> she can't believe it. Well, that's well, amazing. There's no tax on food down here. Well, this was a few years ago before oh, inflation. I stuff. spent $100, and I have to wake up the next morning and go back to the grocery store. You to figure out what the hell happened to the $100 I spent the day before. saw a $50 charge in the bank account for Dollar General this morning. I didn't see anything come into the house. <laughs> Dina's uh, like, it's her planning period. Dina's like, it's my planning period, bro. Yeah, it's my planning period, bro. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Hey, JP's never met Dina before. I yeah, cannot but, wait. Oh, I you will understand more of a, some context here that me and Phil get T minus two weeks. We'll be on That's the road to uh, to Charlotte. All right, we got to step aside. It's eleven twenty-five. 
Uh, when we return, where are the Gamecock commitments and targets playing tonight? We'll uh, roll that off for you. We'll get in some notes from practice. We've got that mailbag question. Players we're excited to see and more. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is Friday, finally, and it is not 100,000 million, whatever it is, percent humid in our neck of the woods. Thank God. Hang tight. Inside the Gamecocks, the show is painted garnet and black by a couple of painters. Let me paint something.com. If you need it done in Georgia or South Carolina, they can do it. Be right back. The preferred sign partner of Gamecock Athletics is Signorama Columbia, and they should be yours too. A full-service sign company that handles design, production, install, and service, Signorama Columbia has helped to bring to life the perfect vision for so many all across South Carolina. Owned and operated by proud Gamecock alumni, they can handle all types of signage, including interior and exterior, vehicle graphics, and more. Go to Signorama.com and find the West Columbia location or call them at 803-407-9284. Bring your brand to life with Signorama Columbia and go Charleston Fitness Equipment is keeping South Carolina in shape. Clients have come from all over the Palmetto State to find that one piece of equipment that they enjoy that keeps them looking and feeling good. Whether it's a home rower, treadmill, elliptical, free weights, a home gym, or something else, Charleston Fitness Equipment keeps the mirror smiling back at you. Get in shape like the Gamecocks do. Visit charlestonfitnessequipment.com. Gamecock owned and operated and proud partners of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. If you're in the real estate market in the low country or even in the Midlands, please contact me, JB, with Coast to Coast Realty SC. You hear me and see me every day here on Inside the Gamecocks, and it would be an honor to earn your business. I've been around real estate my entire life as it's somewhat of a family business. I work with an elite team of experts from loans to insurance to closing, and they make my clients and my life very easy. It really is elite. CoastToCoastRealtySC.com is where you can find our staff, and you can always reach out to me here as well. Go Gamecocks. Cool Joe here, and when I'm not eating average jambalaya or celebrating endless summer in Destin, I like to eat pimento cheese straight off the bucket. Mmm. And the only pimento cheese I like to eat is from Nana's Porch. It's award-winning. It'll melt in your mouth. It's good on a cracker. It's good in a bowl. It's good on a piece of bread. Also, don't forget, Nana's Porch has a hell of a food truck. It's award-winning as well, and they're here for all of your catering needs. So get online, nanasporch.com. It's mm-mm good. Coach O, signing off. In the summer, go Tiger. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is.
Let's never do it. The great Bob. No trading. Love it. Yeah. One of the things that we do around here is we honor the history of the University of South Carolina. And uh, Bob Fulton. Hey, I don't know if I've ever heard a voice that I enjoyed more than his. Yes. Pretty amazing. Welcome back. It's 1130 Inside the Gamecocks, the show built by the Barn Doco, live from the Sinorama Studios. I actually, I'm just curious, uh, uh, so I posted it on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, you're welcome to respond to it. If not, you're here, so you can respond to it here. Uh, if you uh, if you pull for a high school football team, who is it? And where did you get a high school? It's the start of the season. We all have our high school roots, and we love it. Uh, so all of you that are in our chat box today, again, if you're on social media and, uh, let us know, yeah, tell us who you are and go whomever, uh, speaking of which tonight, South Carolina, 2024 commitments in action, Kelvin Hunter with West Florence there at Lexington, um, uh, Mazio Bennett hey. in Greenville and, uh, Blake Franks in Greenville. They've got ninth ranked Dorman coming to town, ninth ranked Dorman, third ranked Greenville in a five, a four, a matchup there, Cam Pringle and Josiah Thompson are both uh, off tonight. They'll start their regular season next week. 2025 targets to keep an eye on. Amari Adams out of South Florence. Hey, where's our Bruin Nation guy? Amari Adams, um, they'll host the Goose Creek Gators tonight. South Florence is ranked second in the state. And then a couple of running backs to keep an eye on. Marquise Henderson out of Belton Honeypath. They're not going to play this week. They'll open next week. And running back LaDainian Martin. And the more I see this kid, the more I like him, guys. He's out of Greer. And they've got uh, Daniel coming to town tonight. So uh, there's some news, notes, and nuggets on the 24, 25 commitments and targets. Cool. Nice. Uh, by the um, way, our boy's yeah. aide says he watches this every day and puts up the bragging. He's a Clemson fan 100%. He's fed up with it. Us bragging or him bragging about being a troll? I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, good luck to you this year, friends. <laughs> that's the last time it's, it's, it's inside the Gamecocks not inside the Tigers I, th- I think we're perfectly fair to them though uh, alright so here's my high school team number one I'm first and foremost a Burns high school rebel which is a lot like being a New York Yankees fan <laughs> I, I crap excellence when it comes to my high school football team I'm st- stuck up nerdy about it I'm a jerk I think all other high school programs are inferior <laughs> I have a tattoo of Bobby Bentley on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, When I went to Burns, the marching band was the big ticket, man. Football team was so bad, except my junior year, that the the parents would all show up for the marching band. So it'd be like a November game, right? And the marching band would play, and the place would go crazy. Ah! Go Rebel Regiment! By the way, my friend who's moving in, his daughter, and our friend Skipper, they both were in the Rebel Regiment. Skipper played the French horn. Did anybody? The mellophone. Anyway. Uh, oh, that's uh, funny. And I share that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> you, you played the, the mellophone as well, Phil. So, I did. Uh, yeah. So the band got all this, and then they don't leave. And so it would be like a Vandy-sized crowd for the rest of the football team. But, you know, Bobby <laughs> took that program over. They got better and better and better. When I started covering recruiting – um, it was great. Bobby coached me. He was young, 
20 something years old as, a, as the offensive coordinator there when I was there. And so I, I always I pulled for them because they became a, the first really South Carolina football team that was like a national brand. Now they've fallen off. Don't get me wrong. Uh, so I pulled for them. I also have a soft spot for Spartanburg High School in Dorman because my dad went to Spartanburg, Spartan High and he was hardcore, right? He played there. And I remember Dorman beat them for only the second time ever. Like in the early 90s, it was a one versus eight Big 16 playoff game. And they were eight. Spartan High was one. Dorman throws a 39-yard miracle touchdown pass at the end and beats him 17-14. Dad had to pull over on the side of the road. He was that distraught. Ironically, NC State beat South Carolina that same football season in that same manner with no time on the clock in 1986. And he also had to pull over on the side of the road. So there you go. That's number one. So, so I like I like those teams. Any team from Spartanburg County, I'm a little partial to. I have friends that are Gaffney people. I like them. Uh, my mother went to Myrtle Beach High School, so I pulled for them a little bit. Uh, I spent one semester at Sacristy High School, and they're terrible, but uh, I always kind of like to see them do well from time to time. Uh, and then I've gotten to know so many coaches around the state through my uh, my career and, and so many programs. You know, I kind of. I'm a homer for them all in a lot of ways, but there's not really about anybody I don't don't care for too much. But uh, uh, I guess that's a long way of saying I'm a Burns guy, but there's a handful of other schools I, I really respect and hope they do well. And Steven says Flowery Branch Falcons. Did you know I covered the very first Flowery Branch high school football game ever? I was uh, my first assignment as a reporter in Gainesville High School. It was 2002. Lee Shaw, Connor's dad, was the coach. Jay Bo and Connor were knee-high to a jackass. Tiny little kids, ball boys. They played Chester D High School, ironically, coached by Matt Flig, whose dad, Jack Flig, was an assistant at Carolina during the Carlin era, and Matt is a Carolina grant. <laughs> so there you go. There's some little Flowery Branch trivia. Flowery Branch, Georgia. Uh, Oh, it's a, and it, it's a massive. They knew when they opened that thing. See, they played a, a full varsity schedule as a new school with only ninth and tenth graders. Yeah, uh, and they got their brains beat in. They they, they didn't win a single game. Uh, Chesapeake was also a new school, so they, they only lost by one. They got their brains beat in, but they knew because of the growth in that area, they'd win state championships, and eventually they did. That's kind of right there. It's where the Falcons training facility is, right across the street, and then it's right there that Buford uh, Gwinnett area near Lake Lake Lanier in Georgia. So there you go. Good to hear from a Flowery Branch uh Stephen Flowery Branch fan. There you go. Yeah. And we we got uh as a matter of fact there's a there's a bunch of you that have chimed in here. We we Phil we'll see how many we can get up here on the screen. Certainly appreciate yeah. all the responses. Jimmy is from Lamar. Uh the Silver Foxes go Lamar. Uh, for for Jimmy Justin uh, Greenwood, hi man! A bunch of bunch of solid dudes have come out of both of those schools, both Lamar and Greenville on the football side and on the baseball side. Lamar, I play with a kid named Jeff Jeffords, uh, who's from Lamar as well. Don chimes in; he's a Lawrence Raider. Uh, go Raiders! It's a good time of the year to be in the beautiful town of Lawrence, South Carolina. Wayne is out of Lake City. Go Panthers! Another good town there. Clint. Uh, oh, sorry, Clint. Yeah, I thought you were saying Greenville, but he was uh, just talking about the game tonight between Dorman and Greenville. Lee is excited about South Lawrence and Goose Creek, uh, and he should be. that. Uh, I think South Lawrence is a lot better than Goose Creek is, but could be a good football, good football game tonight. Darius chimes in. He's a Wren Hurricane. 
All right. Uh, appreciate the upstate boys and girls being in here as well. Dexter Bamberg, Aiken High School. All right. I love Bamberg and I love Aiken too. Uh, Matthew says the good old Aiken Hornets. Speaking of Aiken, Daddy O, Branchful. See, you know, one of the great things about being from the South, guys, and I had to, my wife is from Delaware, so I, she is a Yankee in my mind, even though she insists that she's not. But, um, but I've had to tell her you can't go into some of these towns. Like she had to do, um, she had to do some rotations there when she was getting her uh, her doctorate. She had to go to um, uh, she had to go to Bamberg, and she had to go to Abbeville. Um, there was a couple others. I can't remember which ones now, but she kept saying Ville, Ville, Ville. I said there are some places you can say Ville, but those you can't. It's Vol. And she's like, no, it's Ville. I said, no, it's not. It's Vol. Don't go in. Don't be walking in there and saying Ville. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're going around they're not, the hard Ville. Yeah. They're not going to like you. It's it's over. So uh, good, Craig good. said. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I was no, going to no, say good, good luck with Nat when, when we move back full time. Well, that your problem, Vol. not mine. Ville. Greenville, uh, Branchville, like Simpsonville. it's not, it is not Branchville, it is Branchville, and I'm, we're aware of that around here, Daddy O. Craig is a uh, Gaffney Indian, as JC pointed oh. out. There you go. Um, let's see here. Jan, Jan said Bob Fulton called on radio one of our Conway Dixie U State tournament baseball games at Polo Road Fields back in 1974. Boy, I wow. bet that was neat to see. Little known fact here, Bob Fulton. Called a Clemson game when, uh, gosh, was it, was it Jim Phillips passed Jim away? Phillips. Yeah, when he passed away, Bob hopped in the booth and and helped him out there. All right, uh, let's see here. Who else we got? Um, uh, Will was in my alma mater, West Florence. A lot better now than they were back then. Um, uh, Florence schools are much better. Bruin in the chat box has a reason. Oh, they said they spend money. They started spending money. They spent yeah. money. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> my man, Sam, First Baptist Hurricanes, Esquiza, please. First Baptist, got to give them some credit. They built a nice little campus out there on James Island, and um, and they they needed it. So hats off to them uh, for uh, for doing that. Uh, Hades is from Gilbert, the Gilbert Indians. Uh, KFC, by the way, hates First Baptist in Christ Church. That sounds nice. <laughs> Why, why the hatred for those two programs? The Lord, the Lord. <laughs> uh, the Lord is uh, not going to be pleased with man. KFC. KFC, <laughs> man, you uh, you're coming in rough today. Clint's an easily guy, easily green wave. Wow, our friend Bill wow. Jameson is an easily guy. He's getting married. Finally, shot. He's a Clemson fan, so he's not listening, but uh, and not even a sports fan. But got a random invitation to his wedding it's in vegas here in a couple of weeks a couple of months and one of our one of our sponsors badger custom grips uh if yeah. you're a pistol owner check them out as in easily as well uh let's see what we got here uh who is this meredith taylor gal i don't think we know her she's a lexington high alum everybody knows meredith and oh. it's a great time to plug the great Meredith Taylor because if you need to figure out your golf swing, and we all need to figure out our golf swing, uh, you can head to McKellarEnterprises.com and she can show you how to do that. Uh, let's see. Joseph Powell is a Liberty Red Devil. 
I had been through Liberty a long Liberty. time. Guess I'll, I'll add another famous alum, Keith Allsett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Keith Allsett. Keith Nothing's... is a Liberty Red Devil. Oh, Joey. Joey, you and Keith, I'll get you a beer together. Uh, York oh, is from Barnwell. There's another one. It is not Barnwell. You do not go Barnwell. into Barnwell no. and say Barnwell. It is Barnwell, <laughs> and that is it. We got you back, York. Uh, go right. War Horses. I can't skip Trevor because it's kind of a pseudo used to be rival, and it's a rival of Phil's school, Riverside Warriors. Oh, yeah. Home of one Brandon Bennett, who, by the way, we had something to swear. Easy. Well, we we played the Bob Fulton, you know. Yeah, we did. We we saw the lead. I I love that call from Bob because I think you hear, I think it was still Liz McMillan back then, her chirp, you know, yee, yee, yee in the background. And and Tommy. but the Larry Munson call of that one, though, guys. Yeah. I mean, they're in that inverted wishbone. Like a power eye thing. Lay down, you guys. Seven. Six. South Carolina's going to try to get a bluff. Eight. Seven. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, Tanny, go up to the line. And he leaped, scored with one second to go. We couldn't <laughs> keep him on the ground long enough. I mean, like I said. I. I it, yeah. it was a good day. You know, man, it's like, yeah, you, yeah. Well, that, that, those two, I mean, even Clemson's Jim Phillips, man, I mean, he was magnificent. I mean, that was an age you had to be good or you couldn't be up there. And they were, I tell you what, Phil, when we go to break in a minute, just because that's the first time we've brought that bumper onto the program, why don't you play it again for all the fine folks out play there? Play it again, Sam. I think everybody oh, yeah. enjoys play it. it. You'll, uh, let's see, Daryl. Oh, man. He's an old schooler, Walter Burrow. Uh, the old bulldog. I miss that. I, I miss Walter Burr. I can't. I yep. can't call it because of Cotton this County. is a this is a silly reason. But remember, I, I talked about the Burns High Band. Mm-hmm. Their rival in three A was Walter or four A was Walter Burrow. Walter Burrow, yeah, in, in band. And so I got used to kind of, and they had some really good players come through there as well. Absolutely, there's there used to be. There, there's a lot of dudes that went through there, and Daryl, you could probably tell this story better than we could. That never really made it out, but you should have seen them play. Um, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable, guys. I don't know any of their names, but I remember seeing them play. JC's from North Augusta. Went to Augusta Christian. Hats off to Augusta Christian. And um, we had another. Fred is a Lawrence guy. I think we mentioned them earlier. We're going to mention them again. Any of you that chime in today with your high school as high school football kicks off, we're going to get it in. I promise you. For you. Yeah, we love it. Uh, how about is Whiteford's Giant Burger still in Lawrence? Somebody tell me that. I don't know. Just, just but, let me know because I'm, so, I'm curious. Well, the last time I was down there was uh, about 18 Sonder. months ago, and at least the, the sign is there. The Whiteford's Giant Burger sign. Still. That's some yes. good eating. Wife or shot. I got to yeah. stay away from it, but right now, but, uh, it's All really right. delicious. So yeah, Larry, I, I miss old. I, I really miss it. you talked about Jim Phillips earlier. The sadistic person in me, uh, game two against Clemson in the College World Series in two thousand two. I'm my first job at my first newspaper was at the Seneca Daily Journal, which of course is in Clemson. Uh, bunch of homers there. They they put out a big ad. Good luck to Clemson and the. College World Series, no mention of South Carolina at all. And I kind of had to keep quiet about it. And so we get up, Carolina gets up about eight to one or something like that. And so, or five to one. And so I, I just turned it over to Clemson because, you know, the, the, that broadcast, because number one, it was clear 
because it's all it was on FM in the upstate, and they try to keep Carolina broadcast at, at low level AMs up there for the most part, or used to. And so I'm driving, and, I, and it's like, and then gosh, I guess Carolina got ten, five more runs and went up ten one. It was over, and I'll never forget Jim Phillips goes. You heard Carolina score, and he didn't even call the play. He was just like, can we go home now? Sweet moment. Sweet moment. Just me, <laughs> Jim Phillips on the radio, going to Seneca, fired up. I didn't I – didn't, I worked at that job about six months and then went to Gainesville, Georgia. But uh, it was a good starting point. It is time to step aside. Uh, Ray Sean chimes in from James Island. Sondra chimes in from James Island as well. Hats off to the Trojans. Uh, a lot of respect. Used to love to beat those guys. Being a Wando guy myself, can't stand the colors, but certainly have a lot of respect for the James Island Trojans. So best of luck to them. We'll continue to uh, get all of you who tell us where you went to high school into our program. We got to get to the mailbag question, whom we're most excited to see in a Gamecock football uniform this year, uh, and much, much more. Mark Kingston set to receive an extension as well. Hang tight. Inside the Gamecocks, the show is powered by Electric Bikes of Charleston. ElectricBikesCharleston.com. We'll be right back. Welcome home. That's what the Gamecocks say, and so does the Barndo Company, where they can build your dream home starting as low as $160 per square foot. If you live in the Carolinas, Georgia, or Tennessee, their turnkey process takes just four to six months on average and can be custom designed by size and details. Make your dream a reality. Visit thebarndominiumco.com. That's thebarndominiumco.com. The Barndo Company. Gamecock. Owned and operated. Welcome to TravelingCountryClub.com, your modern golf club experience. Hey folks, this is Michael Manis, former Gamecock golfer, inviting you to play more golf with a membership to TravelingCountryClub.com. With over 40 courses across the Carolinas, our membership provides you with an affordable way to enjoy a club-like golf experience. From the mountains to the coast, we offer golf courses that will challenge all types of golfers, no matter your handicap level or level of play. Plus, we offer unique membership benefits not seen anywhere else as part of Traveling Country Club. Tee it up with Traveling Country Club, TravelingCountryClub.com, TravelingCountryClub.com, proud partners of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Hey everybody, this is Mo Copper from Carolina Football. The show is painted garden black every day by a couple of painters. Go to LetMePaintSomething.com to check them out. Go Cox. 10% off for military repeat customers or mention the show. Interior, exterior painting, fencing, cabinet staining, concrete painting, popcorn ceiling removal, and more. 803-522-6832. LetMePaintSomething.com.
It's celebration time as Carolina has defeated Notre Dame in a bubble here at South Bend. The Be a day when you don't hear Tommy <laughs> screaming in the background. Oh, that is, uh, man. I tell you what, man. One of the things that stands out in that bumper too is Joe Morrison was a friggin' badass. Pardon my French, but he was, dude. I mean, the man in black was legit, and he carried himself like it too. Uh, it is so sad how it ended, but um, yeah. Anyways, honoring Bob Fulton always around here, and you'll hear a lot of that throughout football season. We'll honor everybody because uh, that's one of the things that will separate this program from others. In case you haven't figured it out yet, uh, we're not just about the here and now and the future. It will always be as well about the past. I want to make sure I go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Joe Morrison. Uh, it shows you how times have changed, right? So. Joe Morrison, I'll never forget. Carolina lost in 86 to Georgia. Carolina lost a lot of games in 86, right? Uh, close. Uh, Todd Ellis was a true uh, redshirt freshman. Of course, he threw a lot of picks like he always did, but very promising season. They ran a run and shoot. They, they, were, they were really close to having a surprisingly great year, and then they did in 87. But they played Georgia at home. And back and forth game, 31-26, and Georgia's quarterback, Wayne Wayne Johnson was his name, uh, drops back at the end of the game and lays the football down on the ground. Carolina picks it up, runs it in the end zone, right, because it's a fumble. Well, for some reason in college football that particular year, they passed a rule that you couldn't advance a fumble. Now, they changed that, of course, a couple of years later. You, could, you can't advance a fumble. Advancing fumbles are fun. I don't know why they decided not to be fun there in 86. So Carolina lost the game. Uh, and I'll never – Vince Dooley was like, they were talking about there being one second left. That is not true. The game is over. And Vince Dooley's <laughs> accent, RIP, by the way. Uh, but Joe Mo just, like, looked out, shook his head, pulled out a Marlboro Red, lit it up, walked across the field to shake uh, Vince Dooley's <laughs> hand afterward. I was like, man. That dude, uh, everybody that knew Coach Joe said he was he's one of those man he was a man's man, you know. They 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 said he's uh they said that that whole staff really were a bunch of cowboys. They were yeah, they were different. They came from uh Chattanooga to New Mexico and then to South Carolina. And um you know, I, I think Coach Joe deserves a lot of credit for some of the, the things he he did here that broke the mold that, that makes South Carolina unique. A lot of people don't know he kind of started the uh, the um, the black uniforms. You know, whenever Carolina breaks those out, he started 2001. That was that first year of that was 83, his first season. 
Uh, and, and for a long time, 84 was the best team in school history until Steve Spurrier won 11 games in 20, you know, whatever, 27 years later in 2011. And, um, you know, uh, that, I think this fan base, th- those that were around during that time, th- they, they just, they em- probably embraced that era maybe a little more than they should because ultimately his results, you know, three, three bowls in six years back then was just kind of so, so, but, uh, he, uh, he, he laid the groundwork for a lot. Lou Holtz deserves a lot of credit. I think, um, so obviously Spurrier does and all that. And I think even Will Muschamp to a certain extent moves some things forward around here, but, uh, that was kind of the beginning, um, in terms of, 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 of some of the ancillary things that makes South Carolina unique. They'd already had a Heisman winner in Rogers mm-hmm. three years before we got here. But uh, I think Joe Moe kind of was, was the godfather of, of a lot of what you consider modern game cop football. How about well, that? and their coaches used to walk out after the games and drink beer and smoke cigarettes in the parking lot with the fans. And I, the reason I yeah. know that is my dad was one of them that would have a Budweiser and a Marlboro with Jim Morrison uh, back in the day. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty incredible how things have changed. Here, let me get, squeeze a couple more in here, and then uh, we'll we'll turn our attention to some on the field type stuff, uh, so you don't feel like you've wasted your whole Friday with our entire program. Uh, Marcus is a South Aiken thoroughbred. Hats off to South Aiken. Uh, that's a beautiful part of the state. Scott Ganey, the Shiraw Braves. Shiraw. Oh, McCliff Matthews and Jerron Brown. Shiraw is a good town. Shiraw is a good town. Gamecock James Swansea High, the only Tigers. I ever pulled for. There you go. Uh, Jimmy said Lamar football won't be the same with Big Daddy gone. Rest in peace, one pool. You will be missed. No doubt about that. Uh, Jamie chimes in. Well, I know Jamie. He's a James Island Trojan through and through and through. And I, I get it. Uh, by the way, on the uh, the the man in black stuff, I remember when Muschamp was wearing all black, and I talked to him afterwards. I said, I said, you know, you you you. Awfully brave to be coming around here in all black. Only one guy ever did that. Is that what you're doing? Are you honoring him? He said, I, you can say that if you want to. I more look at it as it makes me look thinner. That was his public thing, but in his <laughs> mind. I mean, I, look, think, think back I to just, when. I just laughed. I was like, Will. All right. All right. You. So when Will Muschamp was like in junior high school, right? Where, and you know Will Muschamp. Imagine Will Muschamp as a middle schooler. He's probably, you know, Marty McSuper fan, right? And knows everything about every school because that's who he is. That was when Morrison was at South Carolina and beating Georgia and giving Georgia all they wanted. Uh, and you, you notice the script Carolina. Oh, JC's in Columbia. The train. Yeah, yep. The train there. <laughs> uh, you notice the script Carolina got brought back. You notice in the Muschamp era they did the Gamecocks throwbacks and stuff, which are really the only things I liked about uh, the uniforms during the Muschamp era. Because it was, and I kind of blame Under Armour for that, but uh, it, it, I, I do think there was some affinity there for Joe Morrison. I, 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 I'm with you on the. the Black is very thinning. I have black on today. But uh, <laughs> it's, my I, uh, it's my go-to. But uh, I, I think Will was being a little evasive with, with all that. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah I, I think there was a – once it got to be about game six and it's a day game, and I'm like, dude, he must be sweating his butt yeah. off. 
Yeah. And he's still in all black. Even through the pandemic, I mean, all black every game. So, well, I remember I that it. rain game. He was about 40 pounds heavier because all the water is yeah. stuck in on it him. It looked like a garbage bag. Yeah, he was, <laughs> yeah. He, was, he, was, he was, it was, it was rough sledding out there. Rodney, uh, Bishopville High, uh, also Heck known yeah. as Lee Central Stallions now. Absolutely. Uh, Jamie was some, uh, wonderful. First of all, these are all great people. Hank Campbell, by the way, is the AD at St. John's High School now in John's Island. But Hank Campbell, Cedric Williams, Langston Moore, all Gamecocks who went to James Island. Roddy White, also a uh, James Island Trojan who did not go to South Carolina, but turned out to be one of the best wide receivers ever from this state. So hats off to them. Bill said, I missed the cheerleader with the word Cox on the rear end. Yes, I know who she was that posed for the – I used to have that poster. I think you can still buy it. As a matter of fact, if you can't, that's a shame because they need to bring that back. All right, before we run, JC, uh, a ton of them from Twitter, man. Uh, let's just we, give it quick hats off to these. Oh, I've got a ton. Yeah, I tell you what, we'll hold those because it's time to go hit a break. Um, but um, we want to we want to give a big pat onto the back to high school football and the Palmetto State and all across the country because if it wasn't for high school football, we wouldn't have college football. If we wouldn't have college football, we wouldn't have sanity. And um, so we're celebrating the beginning of the 2023 high school football season as well. It is time, though, for a timeout. Hour one is in the books. We are teed up by the coolest club, in my opinion, in the history of the world, TravelingCountryClub.com. If you want to play golf, you want to play golf with them. There is nothing better out there to play golf through than TravelingCountryClub.com where you can play 45 courses in two states, both the Carolinas from the mountains to the seas. Owned and operated by Michael Manis. Guess where he played golf? You got it. University of South Carolina. Thank you, Michael, for what you do for that great sport in this great state. Hang tight. We will be right back. Just as your State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home, auto, life, or small business insurance with Tony Pope State Farm Insurance today. And guess what you'll get? That's right, even more good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, Tony Pope State Farm is your go-to agent anywhere in South Carolina, North Carolina, or Georgia for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining your home, life, auto, and or small business insurance today. Tony Pope State Farm has been in business for more than 30 years and can handle anything you need in the tri-state area. Once again, Tony Pope State Farm will help you mix and match perfectly. Call 843-851-2222 or visit TonyPope.com today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nana's Porch, nanasporch.com. At Nana's Porch, they cater weddings, parties, and all kinds of special events. Their meals are served buffet style. In seconds, they're encouraged. Plus, they can bring their mobile food unit to bring on-site and serve your guests as a unique alternative for your catering needs. Inquire about rentals as well. Nana'sPorch.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 336-259-7550. If you're on Medicare currently or approaching eligibility, it's time to enroll in the Medicare plan that meets your needs. 
Palmetto Medicare is here to help you through the process. Palmetto Medicare's owner, Brian Spencer, and his team of experts are here to assist you. Learn about the benefits and enroll in the plan that will cover as many of your medical costs as possible. Some of the advantages of Medicare health plans may include variety of plan choices, increased benefits, lower premiums, and more. Give Palmetto Medicare a call to discuss your insurance and help get the exact coverage for your needs today. Bill will be on a bus in two weeks. Or in North Carolina. Maybe he's slow because he smokes cigars. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, he's, that's he, it. That's, that's it. why he's. Yeah. That's why he's gassing he got to the, the bottom of it. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. he's. You know, Spencer Rattler's over there in practice. You know, pounding <laughs> stogies and drinking whiskey yeah. out the bottle. That's giving his giving that. his best Joe Morrison at the Steve and Jerry <laughs> Spurrier facility. Uh, before the uh, before the season starts, twelve oh three, final hour of the work week. Thank the good Lord, Pete. Happy opening day to all the high schoolers getting out there and play some high school foosball tonight. Uh, let me, uh, JC. I want to turn the attention here just a second uh, to uh, a question in the mailbag and uh, to some of the players we're most excited to see for Gamecock football. But I also, though, before I do that, want to make sure that I, I get all these in here because we promised we'd do it, and we're going to do it. We're going to honor our promises around here. Franklin chimes in. He's from Aiken. Uh, although he did pull for Greer against him a few years ago when a bunch of my former basketball players played for the Dreer Blue Devils, but he is an Aiken guy. There's our guy, Bruin Nation, from South Florence. A guy named Perry Orth has chimed in. He must be a coach at Cardinal Newman or something. Uh, hats off to Kyle Jackson. My man, Wando Warriors, 1999. Uh, Josh Camden High School. Class of 2014, Josh is a young buck. Good for you. Got another one in here. Uh, I'm not sure this gentleman's name, but he's from Landrum up there in the upstate up I-26. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. Uh, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Well, they're small. They're the smallest school in Spartanburg County. That's I mean, they, it's but as far as historical success goes, it's between yeah. Landrum and Boiling Springs, which is not Boiling Springs. Is not it? That Boiling Springs is a big school. But yeah. they're not very good. I always but thought Landrum's probably the worst. I, mean, I always thought it was Bowling Springs, but I guess you're going with the boiling. Um, Look, I've been living in Chicago four years. Now. Way too long. Bowling Springs. Uh, Joe chimes in from Myrtle Beach, class of 2000. Go Seahawks. Hockey mm-hmm. Rooster. Conway. Conway. 
That's all. Yeah, Myrtle Beach Conway rivalry. That used to be. Used Myrtle to be a Beach good one. is like Myrtle Beach High School down there is like Georgia. Correct me if it, I'm wrong. They have a lot of rivals. Like Sox yeah, doesn't like do. them. North Myrtle doesn't like them. Conway doesn't like them. Carolina Forest doesn't like them. Yeah, okay. I believe there's a common here thread here, many me. Davis uh, Davis Smith graduated from Wando, but his son's a freshman at Ashley Ridge, so he's pulling for the uh, for the Swamp Foxes now. Chris Dubow, I pull for Somerville and Fort Dor. Whoa, I pull for Somerville and Fort Dorchester. Holy smokes! All right, uh, Zach is a uh, Abbeville Panther. Uh, Love Abbeville. Jacob Augustine Dorman. Yeah, exactly. Dorman University. <laughs> Called the U. <laughs> the U. And uh, Eddie Knight Burns Rebels. Uh, let's see here. Eric Mullinax. Any relation to the Mad Dog? No. Not, but I'm aware. Uh, you know. Okay. Blue Ridge of, Tigers. I don't know if anybody claims anybody. Blue, Blue Ridge, Ridge Tiger. That's kind of in Phil's. Well, wow, that County. is in my neck of the woods there. Greenville County. Now, wait a second, Phil. You might have found a long-lost cousin here. 864 Gamecock goes with Conway and Spartburg High. And Zane Green, Dutch Fork. And, yes, I went there, won three state championships with them as well. I am a proud Silver Fox. She was a basketball player. Oh, yeah, I remember that group, the, the, Dutch, Fork, the Dutch Fork gals. Uh, yeah, that, okay, so she is the sister of Jarvis Green. Oh. Running back, nice. very cool. Ah, I think Clemson got a steal with him. By the way, from my, I do too. the reports I've heard out of Tiger Town have been very positive. I had a feeling he was going to be pretty good player. Than people thought so. Absolutely. State of South Carolina, man. You know, they, a lot of underrated guys in the state. Zane, uh, thank you. And uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember that his sister, his older sister. I remember that that Dutchville women's basketball program. Yeah. Won all those state titles, what, six, seven years ago. So, um, all right. Jeff says Hillcrest. I got to get these into. Anthony said, watch out for West Side loaded on offense. Brent, he's a Chapin Eagle back when it was like small town Chapin. I can understand mm-hmm. that. Uh, Adam Grooms, Battery Creek Dolphins, Beaufort County, 1990. Well, had, uh, Been down there a lot. They've had some good players way back in the day. Greg Jones, wasn't Greg Jones? Was Greg Jones at Florida State, Beaufort High, or Battery Creek? Uh, I think. He might have been Battery be Creek. No. De- uh, Devin was Devin Taylor was Buford High. Was Buford. I think he uh, I think I think Greg went to Battery Creek. Right. You're talking about the running back from Florida State, right? The hammer. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he, he was a daggum. He was one of those guys I would never want to tackle. Uh David No kidding. He was a hammer. Pickens Blue Flames from David Evans. And then th- th- this one here. By the way, Mark in Vegas, a Chapman High Panther. Woo! Spartanburg County, small yep. town roots. But this one here, where'd it go? There it is. I've never, uh, I've probably met somebody from every high school that's been named here. I have never, ever, ever this one? seen anybody from Calhoun Falls, yep. <laughs> uh, which is just west of uh, of Abbeville, right there uh, on the Savannah River, right off the basically right when you come over the Georgia South Carolina border into Calhoun Falls, Calhoun Falls Charter School right there by the state park. I have never, ever seen somebody from there. That is neat. That's Where neat. did – did this school close or not? I, I, uh, it seems like Martavis Bryant was at Calhoun Falls before he ended up going to, like, Wren or, or T.L. Hanna his senior year. 
Really? Uh, I played at Clemson. Much better in the NFL than at Clemson, but always was a, a talent. I don't know. Somebody correct me on that. He was from down that way. Uh, right. I'll just put it that way. Tristan from a couple of painters, York. Yeah. Your Go Hawks. Hawks. My man. My man, Tristan. Uh, what a good dude. By the way, um, they are hiring, as we've mentioned, every day this week. So if you know somebody that has two hands and understands what a paintbrush is, the best painter in the state can teach them how to do it. And uh, you can head to lemmepaintsomething.com for that. Stingray, by the way, is uh, is that the Stingray from uh, – that's not our that's not the Mississippi State Stingray, right? Uh, West Ashley Wildcats. There you go. And David Williams, a Lexington Wildcat. How about the Wildcats? Jimmy, I also pulled for my buddy Ken Cribb. At John- Ken Cribb's a great coach. Uh, Ken Cribb at Johnsonville. That's pretty neat. I love right. Johnsonville because Lance players from there. And one of my Yeah, friends, where is Lance at? I he I think he would be eating this up, man. Is he 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 might be passed out from last night. Last night was Thursday Thursday, right? Latte night. That's yeah. right. Oh Lance. Um, yeah, he uh, Johnsonville's got full of good people. Like yeah. Him. All right. Uh, let's see. Phil, we'll squeeze this mailbag uh question in here. And um it's a it's a it's a two parter. Phil sent it to me just a little while ago. I want to remember who this name is from. Usually, yeah, y'all do the Isaiah mailbag York. stuff. Isaiah yeah. York. Okay. All right. Isaiah, if you're watching or listening, usually JC and Phil. Um, but all of us are going to collectively answer this because you've got an opinion question, and then uh, you've got uh, an actual question. I've got some um, – I got information for you on that. The question is, what's going on, Mad Dog, Schubert, and the very handsome JB. No, I'm just kidding. He just said, what's up, fellas? I haven't heard anyone. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm taking the kids to the pool at three today. We're going to start drinking early. I haven't heard anyone. <laughs> the reply there. <laughs> yeah, I know the, the Gamecock things are not pleasant tonight, but I only have like three Friday nights left with my kids before, you know, with football getting here. And we're going to go to the pool and we got enough partying to get to over the next few months. I haven't heard anyone use the mailbag and thought I'd bring it to life. Uh, by the way, inside the Gamecocks at gmail.com, if you have a mailbag question, you can go – if you've got the app, it's right there. I mean, just pull up our uh, pull up our section, bam, email. First question for you guys, what is your all-time favorite Gamecock uniform combo from the past, and what is your current favorite one? Guys, mine is the same. I have never shied away from this. I have always been a fan of the old school Garnet helmet with the circle, the black Gamecocks jersey, and the white pants. Uh, I'm, when Muschamp brought that back, I thought it should stay forever and there should be the permanent home uniforms um, or at least the uniforms they wear at night and you go with all Garnet during the day or something like that. But uh, that is my favorite. How about y'all? So Garnet, black, white. Garnet, I like, I like the... I like the garnet helmets uh, with the black jerseys and, and the black the black pants. I think Gar- they've only they've only worn that combo like twice. That's your favorite all time, or like yeah, because it, I mean, it's your it, favorite it, all time. Yeah, yeah. They, they wore it once against Navy in nineteen eighty eight. I remember that all black. Because I like the black uniforms and I like the uh, I like I the garnet them. helmet. I best. love those black game costumes. I do love the, the black the, the, the all black jerseys, and and the, the, and then second would be the big game garnets, the white with the garnet, and just because South Carolina and the stormtroopers. So those are my top three. 
South Carolina wants so many big games with those uniform companies. Uh, understand yeah, I'm, I'm, with uh, with the all garnet white helmets at home and the all white stormtrooper look on the road. Yeah, yeah, those are my top two, actually. I like which that. ones? I'm which a big ones? Big fan Phil? of the stormtrooper. That's my yeah. number two. I like the white. I like the big game garnet. The white helmet garnet garnet. It's clean, isn't it? I like that. It is. I I am all for reviving black, all solid black. That's not what happened under. I know, but I just, uh, I like that. It's a, it's a nice look. I like it. I don't care what the record is. <laughs> you can break that, put it all on, I, and do it again. <laughs> I'll say this though: I don't think. I think in this era, you're gonna see the the the. the the black helmets with the garnet, like you saw. Yeah, in Tennessee. I think yeah. That's, that's Shane's stamp now. Look, man, I like that. That's a good look too. As long as they win, I don't care. <laughs> I think they look like Texas Tech. I just, did it. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I see. I like the garnet helmet with the black uniforms. I think mm. that looks like Carolina, but the, the black helmet with the garnet something. It somehow it looked like me. I mean, it somehow it looked to me like Texas Tech. It reminds me of Texas Tech. But like I said, if they win, I don't give a flip what they wear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just my personal fat and taste, it, I like, uh, yeah, I like what I mentioned. So. I kind of wish they did like the big game garnet with the white helmets during day games and then the black jerseys, the garnet helmets, and the white pants during night games and then all white on the road or – all white with garnet helmets on the road, uh, or or black helmets, something like that. So you get to see it all. The, the, uh, the but, Clemson uh, uniforms last year were sharp. It was all white with the black helmets, right? The, yeah, and they won in them work. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, Shane's big game garnet <laughs> is the big game garnet. It's just the black helmet instead of the white. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, which I think looks better than the garnet helmet with the all, yeah. with big game garnet. Sh- Shane even mentioned that like the kids, the, the kids like the black helmets. Yeah. So if you if you want to be a traditionalist and go big game garnet, but you want to also, you know, make your players happy, I think that's probably it. But uh, I think that look is here to stay, though, because uh, they, yeah, I did they, had, they had a lot of big – I mean, think about all the big yeah, – You can A&M, count on seeing that in Charlotte. Georgia State, Texas A&M was that combo. Tennessee was that combo. Uh, they had a weird combo against Missouri. It was garnet helmets, garnet jerseys, and white pants. Well, it's Sparky yeah. Woods era. Yeah, they won't ever wear that again either because yeah. they lost that. I would, I would, I would never that wear trash. those again. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't like the Carolina script helmets, by the way. I was not a fan of those. But I thought I didn't mind that. I, I thought I every mind. once in a while they're okay. Yeah, look, here's what I want. I want a Palmetto tree and crescent logo on the helmet. Hmm. I'd like to see that. I'd like I want. To see a, I want a state pride. Uniform because that's sharp. Yeah, South Carolina's got a very nice looking state flag. It's not too busy. Yeah. Actually, you know? I think it's the best state flag in the country, and I'm not biased. I, I would at agree. All. Yeah, no, uh, you can do that South for the Armed Forces. Uh, hell of a lot better than the, than the bear in California. Yeah, that fit. Illinois yeah. is going to have a hammer and sickle on it soon. All right, the second part of this Comrades. question. Uh, this, is a, this is a good question. I've got some, some information I'll pass along with this as well. JC, anything you've heard here, fill in the gaps. 
Um, have you guys paid attention to how? Uh, um, sorry, my last question is: with the contract with the with Under Armour uh, soon coming to an end, do you see the university re-signing with Under Armour? So, a couple. Of, let me throw a couple of things out there real quick, and then JC uh, fill in anything I'm missing here, and anything additional you've got. Number one. South Carolina's deal expires in 2026. Um, that's that. So it is. It's it's soon because they will enter a an ex, what's called an exclusive negotiating period. Um, I think in a, in about a year, and that will mean that only Under Armour can negotiate, or I guess you would call it renegotiate, with South Carolina during that time. Gamecocks will not be allowed to negotiate with any other apparel company in the country during this period. If you don't come to an agreement during that period, you are able to go out and renegotiate. That doesn't mean Under Armour won't continue to be able to negotiate, but you at that point in time can begin taking other offers or taking on new negotiations. A couple of things to add to that. Notre Dame with Under Armour just agreed to a 10-year deal worth about $10 million a year. All right, so that's going to run through, I think, 2034. I think it actually begins next year. Um, so that's a hundred million dollar for the, um, for the golden domers there. But I'll tell you the one you're going to really want to keep an eye on here. And that's Auburn because Auburn's they're in the middle right now of the exclusive negotiating window, uh, with Under Armour. And that expires in two weeks on September the 1st. If they don't have a deal by September the 1st with Under Armour, essentially Under Armour, give us your best offer, your best pitch or we're going to play the open market here, they can begin negotiating with other teams. So South Carolina is not in a hurry. Do I think that they'll re-sign with Under Armour? I think Under Armour has made the Gamecocks a priority because they're one of 19 schools that they have, and it, and they sell, they're one of the top-selling merchandises in the country. Um, so I think that they, I, would, I would lean towards yes at this point in time if you're asking me my opinion. Uh, but I think that we really need to keep an eye on what's going to happen with Auburn and then South Carolina will probably, uh, you know, pay, you know, take some notes from those negotiations and use those towards theirs over the next couple of years when they enter their window. And I think I think there's a, a lot of moving parts when it comes to this discussion. First of all, it's money. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, frankly, it surprised me that Under Armour signed Notre Dame to that much because they've pulled out of some other deals. Uh do, do I do I think that helmets and cleats and jerseys and brand and all that matters in recruiting now? Um, very small. Uh, it matters a lot in men's bas a lot more in men's basketball. But honestly, you know, in, in that world, guys that play for their AAU teams that are sponsored by whoever gravitate toward whoever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, shoe wise. Uh, do I think that it would be cool if the Gamecocks did something different? Uh, leverage Dawn Staley's presence here to get a athletic department-wide deal with, say, Jumpman? Yeah, I think that would be cool. I think doing something a little different, you know, uh, never hurts. Yeah, but they can't and, get and, Jumpman because Jumpman's already with Florida, and they only, they're only they uh, exclusive – to uh, one in a league right now, no, right? Well, no, because Oklahoma's coming in the league next year. You're going to have, yeah, Oregon. Oklahoma's coming in the league next year. Then UCLA, or UCLA, Oregon, and is it Ohio uh, State? Michigan? Michigan. They'll all be in the big team. Over themselves. Yeah, so, well, that was – That's changed. That was originally the deal. Though. That was originally yeah. the deal. So, obviously, there's been 
some type of change in that. Yeah, and, and well, I, Jumpman are a really nice deal with Nike. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, I think there's more discussion about this in South Carolina than maybe any other school. So uh, it's uh, yeah. it's it's just one of those things. I think people start blaming them uh, for whatever. The one thing I did not I, there's two things I didn't like about Under Armour. Uh, first thing was back when they first started with the contract with South Carolina, the cleats sucked, and they sucked for about four years because I knew some guys on the team. They said they they just sucked. That's inexcusable. You have to have good cleats for your players. I mean, that's just because you don't want to risk injury, whatever, on that. And that's the, But that was 13 years ago, right? I've heard nothing about that since. You know, every year after the Gamecocks lose a game, somebody just makes something up about it, <laughs> throws it on a message board, whatever. That's fine. So that situation solved itself. I was a little disappointed because I, I like – I don't blame Will Muschamp for what he did with the uniforms here because basically he was, like, trying to make it cool, like Oregon. Uh, And, frankly, South Carolina has not had a consistent uniform for much of its history at all. So when you've got two primary colors like the Gamecocks do, you can be pretty creative. I thought Under Armour was not creative at all outside of uh, the script helmet and the – and the, the throwback unis. And I thought they could have done a whole lot more with that, like Nike does for Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, it just made it unique. But they didn't uh, – they disappointed me. It was just like they were just mixing colors up every week and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think uh, I, I think money-wise, uh, as uh, Joel points out here in the, in, the, in the chat box, by that point, the SEC TV money is going to be much larger. Um. If, if it gives you an advantage and it takes care of your student athletes more, i.e. they're more comfortable in the shoes, the cleats, whatever. Um, I, I think, I think you maybe can take the cut, the money cut and, and go with a different group. Cause Nike, Nike in general, they have so many schools. They're not going to pay as much uh, as an Under Armour or an Adidas. It's the other a, thing to look for is this. Okay, it's sorry, 10% guys. Uh, it's a 10% on average, uh, cut from what Adidas and Under Armour pay. So, so if you're talking about, yeah, you're talking about like, so, so, okay, let's call it a 10 million dollar. Let's just use a round number here. Let's use 10 million. Uh, if you get uh, a $10 million a a year deal for 10 years, you got a hundred million. Um, and on average Under Armour and, uh, Adidas, are paying 30% of that in cash and then 70% in apparel. Uh, so, you know, you do the math there. You're, you're, you're talking about $3 million a year over 10 years, which with, as you just pointed out and Joel pointed out as well, I, I would venture a guess here. I don't know the books at any school out there, but I would venture a guess at $3 million a year in the grand scheme of things at some point in time is going to be somewhat of a drop in the bucket. The other question though, that I, I don't know this answer, I'm, literally asking the question is like what are what is that like that 10 percent okay so nike pays two million and under armor pays you three million you're talking about a one million dollar difference okay great what about the royalties because you're going to get those right from brand sales all across the country and everything that you sell there's a percentage that's going back to you because your logo is on it if if your sales will go up because you're changing and again, somebody knows this. I don't know. I'm talking about somebody within the athletics department yeah. at every school. It is their job to know, 
hey, this is the return that we're going to get versus this, whatever. Uh, so if you're going to get more in royalties by switching brands or changing brands versus staying with one in a guaranteed amount, then you probably begin to consider that if there's an offer on the table. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. Cause see, you know, you can buy Nike – uh, Carolina branded Nike stuff. You, you can buy Clemson branded Under Armour stuff. So I, I don't know what the answer would be on that. that uh, Brent says go back to Russell Athletic. Russell. <laughs> Those Steve are good Spurrier. days. Steve Spurrier, it's my second year here. It was like, cause Steve, Coach Spurrier cared about things like that. You know, he cared about uniforms and stuff. So, I don't know about this Russell. That just doesn't look good on me. So he had somebody design. Yeah. Uh, a shirt with a shirt, a, a line of clothing with his signature on it, and a visor with his signature on it, and that's what yeah. he wore on the sidelines. That's bold to wear this. If you're Steve Spurrier, and and you you're not wearing Russell, you're just gonna wear the Steve Spurrier collection on the side. This is my collection. Shoot, I'm wear the Steve Spurrier visor. Yeah, bold, bold coach. Uh, and then they went to, they went to Under Armour, and he ended up uh, switching some of that up. But uh, it was uh, Russell was a a lot of angst and consternation around here. That was uh, those were good days, man. The Russell Athletic days. I loved it. Well, yeah, I, I love those I mean, days. So South Carolina has been by the time this deals up with Under Armour, Carolina will have been with Under Armour for twenty years. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I know what the fans want. They want to switch it up. I mean, I wouldn't mind switching it up. Uh, I think it's really if you're. Ray Tanner or Chance Miller, whoever's in charge by then, I think you got to ask your players. I think that's what it's about. That's part of Auburn's thing. That's what John Cohen said. Hey, look, you know, this is coming down to a bunch of stuff here economics, um, you know, internally, our play, not just football, our athletes at Auburn, uh, our administrators, our coaches, and our fans. And so, you know, there's, it's a lot more complicated than just, shooting from the hip and saying, well, this is what we want. Yeah. Uh, there, and, and, there's a lot that goes into it. And Beamer's been at a bunch of Nike schools uh, outside of South Carolina. I think Mississippi State, when he left there, came here, was Russell Athletic. Uh, and then he came in, I think his first year was 07. So that was the first year of the Under Armour deal. Virginia Tech's always been Nike. Georgia's always been Nike. Oklahoma, of course, jump man. I think Oklahoma was Adidas for a while. They were. I was just thinking Oklahoma used to be something else. It was Adidas. Yeah, uh, but they yeah. they're jump man while he was there. So he's got a relationship with them. You know, Don Staley has a relationship with Nike. You know, Lamont Paris has a good relationship with Nike. Oh, you know? Nike would love to have Don. Uh, baseball, like you know, I mean, look, it, it's Don. Don Staley is going to be an important part of this next apparel deal, in my opinion, because. That's the that when you're when you're a shoe company, keep in mind, females buy shoes. They buy tennis shoes too, just like we do. You know, uh, that's that's the that's what you want. I mean, that's 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 a big, 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 big name, Dawn, and her players are big, 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 big time players. Uh, and hopefully, by by the time we all get there, football has a lot of guys like that too. And uh, but I, I do think that. When these negotiations happen, uh, Don Staley will be uh, an integral part of that. Let's just say that. Now, would there be anything prohibiting an apparel company that has a deal with the university to do independent NIL yes. deals 
with programs? Is there yeah. that's, we talk, that remember we allowed? asked Chase about that? Yeah, there's a yeah, that you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. you've got team deals uh that you cannot on the off the field you are you talking about on the field? No, I, I, yeah, not no, on no, the field. Yeah, no, yeah. Phil, are you are you talking about on the field or off the field? Off the field, outside. Oh I mean, no, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, no. She like was saying name, you could do a deal stuff. off yeah. the field. It just can't, you yeah. can't wear it on the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, some of the women's players last year got separate deals from Under Armour. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Good. By the way, we're gonna probably have Chase on next week. We've got uh, there's a lot of Park Avenue deal. I can't tell you what or who. A lot of Park Avenue deals to dig into next week, fellas. So it's gonna be uh, uh, let's just say Gamecock football players are popular right now uh hey. and some other sports as well so. that um that is a uh, well we'll just say that that's a good sign how about that yeah that is a good right. sign hey by the way 76 it's all good man it, don't worry about yesterday nah. <laughs> yep I, I hope good. you had a hope you had a wonderful birthday joe man. yeah oh hey, right. there's lance's here Oh, Lance, you've, uh, you know, you've, you've, this has been your type of program and you've missed the whole thing. Uh, Lance, that's what you get for being hungover on Friday, man. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Welcome here. All right. Let's, uh, hit a break. Uh, freshman offensive, defensive, and overall players that the three of us are most excited to see. We'll get into that when we return. Uh, Joel asked the question, does the AD get a big cut of that deal? That's the key question. Here's the key answer. No, there's two letters, and that is it. No. Yeah, no. They do not uh, get one penny from that deal. Oh, Whiteford's is still there, by the way. Yay! Yeah. 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 Did you miss yeah. 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 Whiteford's yeah. is still there. I saw that. I meant to throw <laughs> that up here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. It is time to step away. Hang tight. We're live in the Sinorama Studios, and we are part of the Chief Sports Network inside the Gamecocks, the show. Golfers and wannabe golfers, former Gamecock golfer Meredith Taylor is now a full-time golf instructor in the Midlands of South Carolina. In-person golf lessons are held at the Country Club of Lexington. Half hour, hour, on course nine or 18 holes. And if you're outside of South Carolina, Meredith conducts virtual lessons. Just send in your golf swing for analysis. Gift cards are available for in-person one-hour lessons. Connect on Twitter at Mayor Taylor and find her online at McKellarEnterprises.org. Her email is on the website. Schedule your next lesson today with Meredith Taylor, former Gamecock golfer. Electric Bikes of Charleston offers the most fun you'll ever have on two wheels. Magnum, Velotric, Aventon Bikes, and more. And they sell to consumers all across the state and offer outstanding warranties and service after the sale. Five levels of pedal assist plus a throttle help you handle the southern heat better but still get great exercise. Bikes are available all ages and sizes. ElectricBikesCharleston.com or stop into their store in Mount Pleasant. Electric Bikes of Charleston, powering inside the Gamecocks, the show.
Almost there, gentlemen. Almost there. Well, high school guys are they are there. I tell man, I, I I'm so happy about all of this, all the response to you know, tell us where you're from. I mean, Justin, uh, Justin Hall up there in Columbia. Hello to him. Um, airport. Uh, we got another one here. Marion High School. I hadn't had that one yet. Mm, Seth Fox. from Hanahan. Uh, Kevin from Gaffney. Um, Belton Honeypath in 1998 Upstate Gamecock. Uh, let's see here. Craig, Dutch Fork and everything. John, Greenwood High, 1995 grad, but his kids – Go to Lexington, Jeb, uh, Georgetown. Shout out to Georgetown. Georgetown Bulldogs, uh, baby. Garrett, Spring Valley. Um, uh, <laughs> Dirk, uh, no school I ever attended is still open today. <laughs> I closed my well, that's funny. All the schools that I attended are open, but none of the original buildings stand. Yeah. Uh, me. <laughs> no, that's not true. My elementary school building is still. Moultrie. Has been rebuilt and Wanda, of course, moved. I went to the old one. Uh, Hope, who's generally in our uh, Dennis Sports chat box every day, uh, sweet Hope, uh, Spring Valley, nineteen eighty-seven graduate. Uh, so there you go, uh, Mike Wagner, Sally. We haven't had a Wagner Sally yet. Nathan Bush, Fort Dorchester High School. He played football there and played with guess who? To carry on Joiner. Uh, let's see. You got another guy here. He is a West Florence guy. Josh Claiborne, my man, Josh, uh, is a West Ashley guy. And I know Josh because his son is a six foot five tight end at uh, West Ashley high school. Jude, he's a big boy. He's been camping at Carolina and hope it works out. East side high school for JP. Ooh. Home of Hale McGranahan and the bitter rival. Oh. The Phil's Wade Hampton Generals. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, hell. So uh, we got a terrible football uh, Joe says Bluffton High is better than Hilton Head High. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buford High. Hilton Head's where that, that coach down there that used to run kids out of the state for a while. He's not even in the state. We don't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grant Dreer High School, Blue Devils, 1970. I, I still think that Dreer has one of the neater – High school football setups up there. You're in the city of Columbia. And you don't even realize it um, when you're when you're over at the ballpark. So that's pretty neat. Lance, hey, there he is. Johnsonville yeah. flashes 2005. There you go. There you the go. gold and black. Joel Cardinal Newman. 19. Joel, you should be a big Perry Orth fan right now, man. He's running the offense for the Cardinals over there. So. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a it, this fires me up because when I was a kid, you know you. You wait all year. I'm still this way to a certain extent. I probably won't get much sleep the night before the North Carolina game. Uh, well, that's because you'll be out all night. Yeah, I was like, I, I hope not. That either. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm hanging out with people that don't like to party, so I doubt I'll be out all night. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here uh, we go. Anyway. Here's the here's the big one. Let's I just knew I was, up like that. I knew I was going to get something from somebody. I knew. <laughs> Kyle Jordan. Uh, coach Jordan, it Citadel, former baseball coach, his son, shortstop Kyle Jordan, the Stratford High School. The Stratford. Shut the front door. I don't have time for this crap. You know, between him and Smoke, man, you bring up anything, oh, he's kick your ass. You know, Stratford. 
But what I love you, Kyle, from... if you're watching. I don't know. Kyle's my So what are we Listen, Orangeburg, Wilkinson. We haven't had a Berkeley yeah, yet. Yeah, we haven't had any OWs. Uh, we OW haven't had a Berkeley. Bamberg, No, we had a Bamberg, didn't we? Did we not? Blythe, Blythewood. No, Marble. Ironically, not a lot of Rock Hill. Not a lot of Northwest. David Cloninger, of course. We need to figure out. Northwestern. We need to start zeroing in some of our marketing efforts on Rock Thrill, huh? I was talking to, I was talking to Cloninger for an article that he's got coming out about NIL tomorrow in the Charleston Post Courier. Please read that. Uh, and I, I mentioned Chet Tucker because I didn't know who he was and remember him. And I said, yeah, Chet Tucker, you know, whatever. It, it wasn't like disparaging anything, but he goes, oh, that's a, that's a Northwestern boy there. It's a Rock Hill boy. So David's got a lot of pride. Uh, as we've had him on the show before, and he, he you know, he's very, uh, he's a very proud Northwestern Trojan. Tony Morrell from thebigspur.com, also a Northwestern Trojan. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. God, I forgot to include that in the Big Spur tweet because I answered the tweet and I mentioned Whittle and Hale's alma mater and mine, but not Tony. Oh. Okay. And not Alex's either. Alex is from. Um, Internal fighting. Uh, where is Alec Murdoch from? Hampton. So what is that high school? Is that Colleton County? Which one? Or, where where are the kids that go to that are or is that the other Wade Hampton? It could he could have gone there's, to there's the other Hampton. Wade Hampton. There are two Wade Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. The, the other Wade Hampton's down that way, but he's from Hampton, so he yeah. probably if he went to public school, he would have gone there. I guess. Uh, correct. Yeah. Hey, there's a Columbia High from Brian. Oh, Brian Spencer. Spencer. There you go, Brian Spencer. The the parent, according to Mike Morgan, the not good looking Brian Spencer with. <laughs> Palmetto Medicare. The homely Brian does nothing but saves the pocketbooks and lives of people all over the state. And Morgan bashes him twice a week on our program. (laughs) I mean, sorry, Brian. You know, you don't deserve it, man. You don't deserve it. Ashley went to Nick him and Warriors High, the Irmo Yellow Jackets. Irmo. Yeah, Yeah. Irmo used to be like a gigantic school. Y'all remember that? I was, back oh, in yeah. my day, it was it was what Irmo, five days. It was huge. Like the big, the big Irmo Spring Valley were the two big Columbia schools. Russell Northeast hadn't had one from there either. R and E hadn't had a lot of Fairfield Central, Chester. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry, I got, this fires me up because when I was a kid, I, we hadn't had a birthday. I, I, I knew it was coming. No, I knew college football was coming when high school started. And, there you and go, Sumter to the scoreboards every night. Uh, York yeah. says, Wade Hampton is in Hampton County, South Carolina. Yeah, Wade, Wade Hampton is in, yeah, Wade Hampton, it, Hampton, they're all Hamptons. Wade Hampton's in Hampton, Hampton's in Hampton County, South Carolina. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> hey, and York Godfrey which, is one of the most South Carolina names I've ever heard. So that's awesome. Which, which My friend those, York, York Godfrey from Godfrey. Hampton, South Carolina. Congratulations, York, on having York a kick-ass God. name. Which, for those wondering, Wade Hampton, that Wade Hampton is between Yemisee and um, and Allendale, or you know, yeah, it's down that way. But, but it's it's kind of more on the Varnville side. There's another one there. You don't go in and go. So this is Varnville. They're gonna kick your ass if you walk Varnville. in and say that. Like it's not nah, boy, it's Varnville. Varnville. You know, like <laughs> East Clarendon, Tuber, Turberville. Where's where are our Turboville people? Turboville, Turboville, South Carolina. There you go. Stacy considers herself or himself a McD- herself. Sorry, Stacy, uh, a McDuffie fighting Scott. I remember wow. McDuffie, the fighting Scots, uh, West Side High School. I think McDuffie closed. Maybe Blue Ridge, yeah. the real Tigers. I don't know about Blue Ridge. 
I, they were just Ridge. kind of an afterthought when I was in school. But, you know, hey, that, that got me because, guys, I was gone. For, like, I moved back to Greenville in 2015. I had been gone from the upstate high school football uh, era or, you know, world for about 15 years. And so I come back and somebody mentions Hillcrest and I left. Because Hillcrest used to suck. They were terrible. Most Greenville yeah. County schools did. And I yeah, come back, yeah. I found out they had just won a state championship. Yeah, there. And, and then, then somebody mentioned Southside Christian winning a state championship. Yeah. And I laughed because when I left, they didn't even have a team. And then Christchurch apparently was really, really good a couple of years. And they were terrible. Yeah. So I was like, man, God. And there's no more Lockhart or Jonesville in Union County. Hadn't heard anybody from Union either. No, it's we fun. haven't had a union, have we? Yeah, a union. We had Hillcrest, but no that, Molden up here. We got gray. We got gray here from Saluda. Saluda, That's Saluda the day. I like Saluda. Uh, uh, we yeah, haven't had you, a we haven't had a Dylan either. That's surprising. A Dylan that, Pan, Panthers from Texas, clear eyes, full hearts. Yeah, <laughs> Friday night lights. <laughs> well, I wasn't referring. I love all y'all. Uh. Yeah, we haven't had a Dylan, uh, which, uh, by the way, they're not playing tonight. Josiah Thompson, Cam Pringle, the two 2024 commitments who will begin next week. But Kelvin Hunter, Mazio Bennett, Mazio Bennett, and Blake Franks all in the field tonight. West Florence at Lexington, Dorman at Greenville. And uh, and I tell you what, man, man, if you're if anybody here, so you got Amari Adams playing in the game, uh, you know, with South Florence hosting Goose Creek. Anybody that's planning to go to the Greer Daniel game tonight, give us a report. I I, I really I, this mm. Ladanian Martin kid. This is just a personal thing for me and JC. You know how I am with recruiting. I lean on you and don't get too involved. I like him though, and and South Carolina traditionally has done pretty dang good when they sign in-state running backs, haven't they? Um, this kid is pretty good, and and so is the Marquise Henderson kid from Honeypath, but he didn't play till next week. So I like them both. Uh, I think also the the. The next probably national guys is at Broome for 2026. They play at Powdersville tonight. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize uh, West Florence was playing at Lexington. That's that's right down the road. I may go go check those guys out uh, uh, for real. What West Flow? Uh, yeah, I can make a check this second half. So. Michael, you asked who's White Knoll playing tonight. I, I, um, I'll check. Michael, if you downloaded the Chief Sports app, when you open it up, there is a Chief High School button, and you can click that, and it'll pull up the whole string of games uh, tonight. So everybody, make sure you get the app downloaded, and you can, uh, you can uh, check high school scores all night long. And um, if you got a friend who's headed out, you know, do me a favor, everybody. Uh, here's your homework assignment for the weekend. Uh, in the Chief Sports app in the upper right-hand corner, there's three little lines. Click on that and then uh, click share the app and share it with 300 people uh, a piece. <laughs> we really appreciate yeah, that. Even if you don't listen to the show, that, the high school thing alone is like worth it if you care about high school football. Terrence, school. just watching through the Chief app. Thank you so much. Sweet. You're the man, Terrence. AC Flora for 76. Checks in the mail. 76. AC Flora guy. All right. Xavier McDaniel, Tyrone Corbin. Okay. All right. No Lada either from from Craig. Uh, No Lada. Yeah. yeah, Lada has not. Lada's a very small place. I think only Donnell Stanley and Raymond Felton live there. Just the two of them, you're saying. The population. They're the only 
alums ever. Yeah. Uh, just Why? like the only people in Lina. That's it. Yeah. That's well, Donnell Staley's probably a rancher by now. You know, he's kind of a cowboy. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. He probably bought up all the big old land. chew in. Man loves some fishing now. We're going to rename this place Stanley. Yeah. Stanley Dash Felton because Raymond Felton still got a house there too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Stanley Felton. <laughs> yeah, it, hey, Craig, Craig, so much talent in Florence. I know it's you know the, the Rock Hill boys better watch out. Flow Town's picking it up a notch. All right, let's take our. Uh, I thought uh, you were talking about soccer moms. My bad. Just Speaking kidding. of soccer, uh, tie last night at Clemson. By the way, Clemson and South Carolina, uh, nil nil was the score. So nobody gets a point in the twenty four oh. Palmetto series. Uh, between the women women Uh, mark kingston expected to receive an extension and slight raise today and uh, we'll be monitoring that when we return our final thoughts on who we are most excited to see right here on inside the game cox the show hey everybody this is mo copper from carolina football the show is painted garnet black every day by a couple of painters Go to LetMePaintSomething.com to check them out. Go Cox. 10% off for military repeat customers or mention the show. Interior, exterior painting, fencing, cabinet staining, concrete painting, popcorn ceiling removal, and more. 803-522-6832. LetMePaintSomething.com. If you're in the upstate of South Carolina and are in need of residential real estate services, Cindy Bass Searfoss of Caldwell Banker Kane is for you. Ask her about the village at Creekside, all of her listings in my hometown of Spartanburg, South Carolina, right there on Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a lifelong Gamecock fan. And many of our listeners have already bought homes from her and been 100% satisfied with the detail and care she uses. Cindy Searfoss, 864 864- 414-5271 Caldwell Banker Kane in the upstate for your real estate needs. Building your dream home is often just that, a dream and sometimes a nightmare. But at the Barndo Company, they commit to quality and build without sacrifice. Customization, open floor plans, limitless flooring options, maintenance-free and easy insulation perks, and affordability are just a few reasons why they've been named one of the best builders in the U.S. Believe in your dreams. Visit thebarndominiumco.com. That's thebarndominiumco.com. The Barndo Company. Gamecock owned. Gamecock operated. The preferred sign partner of Gamecock Athletics is Signorama Columbia, and they should be yours too. A full-service sign company that handles design, production, install, and service, Signorama Columbia has helped to bring to life the perfect vision for so many all across South Carolina. Owned and operated by proud Gamecock alumni, they can handle all types of signage, including interior and exterior, vehicle graphics, and more. Go to Signorama.com and find the West Columbia location or call them at 803-407-9284. Bring your brand to life with Signorama Columbia and go game packs. This crowd, the atmosphere that's going to be in that stadium, ready to explode just as they do each time. Their fighting game packs are introduced. And so this frenzied crowd ready for the kickoff. The rave breaks out of Columbia. And what you're about to see is a spectacle unto itself. Let's enjoy.
Soon, Phil. Uh, Soon. Come on, Mad Dog. Calm down. Nothing like it. Let's go. All right. Joe Shaw, 1979, Lancaster Bruins. That's another one. Don't be an idiot and walk into Lancaster and say Lancaster. You will get punched in the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Stephen Northwestern, 2000. There you go. All right, guys. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. I was going to say Clowney signed with the Ravens. One year deal. Situational pass rush. Um, man, my man. Oh, wow. man. My buddy Darren, who's going to be at the. Pre-game tailgate with us up there in Charlotte is going to be fired up about that. He's a big Ravens guy. I don't know why, but he is. All right. Um, Gold- it's no, it's not Darren Goldwater. Nah, nah. It's I know Darren. Darren's from Maryland or something, right? No, he so. is. Uh, yeah, he's originally. Yeah. So, Darren, it's another Darren. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I can't reveal what this guy does because um, uh, he'll have to go underground for at least six months if I say his entire name. So Ravens. Okay, he's gotcha. he's pretty he's in a very important individual in the uh, safety of our country. It is a VIP tailgate, Well, good, good news. Here's look no further, fella. You found him. All right, uh, freshman. You're most excited to see what freshman JC are you most excited to see on the field for South Carolina? Most excited. Don't turn this into. Well, I'd like to see these six guys. Who Nick, are you most excited to see? Nick Harbor. I mean, as we're, if we're talking just freshmen. Yep, just freshmen. Desmond Umizulu maybe up there. But, I mean, I, I, I Bruce Feldman just named him his number one freak on his freaks list. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Number one now overall, you know. So, now, First I know time Bruce, Bruce puts a lot of work into that too, by the way. He does. Yeah, it's a good he, He's one of those guys him, I, I got a lot of respect for. But he uh, – in, in our national ecosystem there. I know Bruce a little bit. We used to cover Elite 11s together and stuff. Uh, good guy. And he, I, I know with that particular piece, he puts a lot of work into it. And so when you have that kind of freakiness, yeah, yeah. That's who what I'm looking you, forward Bill? to seeing the most. Uh, uh, yeah, it's Nick Harbor on offense for sure. Uh, I mean, it's just all this, the Feldman article was one thing that kind of sold me on that. Cause I was kind of uh-huh. leaning a different way, but I'm like, you know what? No, if we get a freak athlete, I'm ready. Let's go. I want to watch that. <laughs> I want to see all of that. And I'd go with Desmond, you on the, on the defense side. I mean, hmm. yeah, I'm excited about what he can bring to the edge just as a, you know, just from a, a I think he'll kind of fill that clowny role in, in at the Ravens this year, just a, a pass rushing specialist, kind of an off, you know, give the guys a spell when apparently is it Jatias Gear? Jatias. Jacious. Jacious. I'm excited about seeing him. Now I know he's not, you know, he's a transfer, but um, yeah. With him and Strong on the edge, and and I think Desmond Hughes gonna get some. Elijah pitches. Davis is a guy too that I mean we yeah. saw a little bit of him in spring, but he's not a he's not a freshman. But uh, yeah. and look, Jalen Kilgore, Vakari Swain. Well, I'm going with Pup Howard. I mean, I, I I think that this guy has a chance to be elite of elite, and yeah. and I you gotta in order to improve that run defense, I think they'll be able to score uh, without. Nick Harbor being elite, but they've got to improve the run defense, and and I, and that and linebacker is going to be a big part of that. And I think Pup Howard will be huge there. 
Isn't it nice to have a freshman class that, you know, you can just get excited about across the board and have a hard time about. picking which ones to go, you know, which <laughs> ones these to guys, name here? It's strange. 2022 and 23, and probably 24. These guys are going to play these guys are going to play a lot of football in South Carolina. It's uh it's year 3 and a lot of times that's your best recruiting class and some of the older guys have gone, the, the veterans or whatever. Uh, and so it's to be expected. Good news is you got the portal now, so you don't have to like struggle with that young group. Most of these guys are going to be second team to start mm-hmm. with, which is fine because uh, true freshman second teamers turn into hellacious sophomore first teamers, right? As we've seen through the years around here, so it's good. By the way, I want to mention James Churchill. So I want to shout out to his father-in-law passed away July fifth. Myrtle Beach Seahawk, like my mother. All right. Uh, uh, your family, my mom was four when Myrtle Beach won the 1960 state championship. Uh, it's 5'8, 130 pounds. I wanted to shout out to uh, the old father in law there, James. Certainly glad to always get stuff like that in because we are kind of a a family show here. We care deeply about our listeners here. So. Absolutely. Uh, I hope for you guys to live a great year for your father this year, uh, Jamie. Jukias, by the way. They spread the news. Anybody that continues to say Jason, that is incorrect. It is just tie up. See, I just said to Tyus to begin with, and then everybody was like, Jason. I did too. People tried to tell me I was wrong, and uh, the great Steve Fink creates a media guide for a reason. And there you go. So he has it in All there. Right. Beamer I'm called him right. JT the other day. So, yeah. But that is the last name, Jeer. Uh, is that how you say it, or is it Gear? Gear. Gear. Not Jeer. Gear. Gear. As in, I have some sweet gear. Jatias Gear. Jatias Gear. Somebody, t- I'm trying to think of who told me that. It's and, probably and, the and same the, guy that told you that Rattler was uh, limping it along in gassers. It is incorrect. No, yeah. This was, uh, this was somebody I probably Gear. shouldn't listen to. I'm All right, Phil. Offensive player you're most excited to see, Mad Dog. Offensive? Offensive player you're most excited to see. Just, it, you know, no, regardless of, of class. Mm hmm. Irrespective of their class, not a freshman, uh, not Rattler. I want to see what Rattler looks like in this. So who too? I'm gonna go Xavier Xavier Leggett. Xavier Leggett. I'm also excited for that. <laughs> who, who was yours, Phil? I was going Rattler just to see how what Rattler looks like in the you know in the danger zone offense here. Well, and he could. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. None of us are wrong here. Mine's to carry on Joiner. I mean, I, I am so fired up to watch yeah. him run the football. I, mean, I, I almost I just, picked him. Yeah, the same. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just, I just cannot wait to see him back there and what his attitude looks like when he's running with the football. I was watching some clips of Corey Boy this morning. Run like Corey, man. Run like Corey. If I give anybody advice to run a back, run like freaking Corey Boyd. If you run like Corey Boyd, you're gonna be fine. Defensive player, you're most excited to see, JC. Nick Ibn Warren. Damn, that's yeah. my answer to it. Uh, like we're looking on each other's notes here. Yeah. I mean, I Nick, want to see like, the progression because he was yeah. awfully good as a true freshman, not knowing kind of what he was doing mm-hmm. out there, right? Having to feel his way. Now that he's got everything kind of down, I mean, are we going to see a guy that's a, a shutdown guy, guy that gets a lot of picks? I mean, what, what, what are we going to see out of him? I know, I know he can tackle. So. Yeah. Is he going to have a firm progression. enough grasp of the defense to where he could actually be included in some like safety blitzes and things yeah, like that I, and some weird looking so. schemes? 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going with Jordan strong. Good pick. Jordan yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, if he's healthy, you know, South Carolina's edge position is, uh, all of a sudden become a little bit more exciting to, or, you know, something to pay attention to between him and Jatias gear. Jatias gear. <laughs> I'm just going to go with JT gear. JT. Beamer right. said JT the other day. Yep. That's All easy. Oh, quit embarrassing myself with Jacious. Jacious gear. Right. Say that for six freaking months. Got to read. Got to read the media guide, man. Got to read the media guide. It's only actually. I said last week it was one ninety. It is uh, two hundred and sixty pages long. Yes, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> There's a lot I of history in there too, though. It's, yeah, it's a nice hey. media guide. They've, oh, it, it they it's an outstanding media guide. <laughs> you can tell they they poured their hearts. I mean, there's literally anything and everything. Like if we ever ask a question and we don't know the answer, there's only one place you need to go. Uh, it's in there. And if you look at it, some of the individual passing records for seasons. Especially touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. I think Spencer's got uh, a good shot at several single season records passing wise this year. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And we can bring some of those records into programming next week and tell you exactly which ones he might be. Yeah. So can't wait. Twelve fifty-eight. That means somebody's gonna have a technical issue. <laughs> this yeah. time it's Jamie. <laughs> Man, the, the, the I'm gonna start calling it the ghost of twelve fifty-eight. Am I having one now? Yeah, you just no, completely. You completely we, we didn't hear anything you've said in the last twenty seconds. Can you hear me now? Yeah, of course. Oh, it's not twelve fifty-eight anymore. Good. No, <laughs> no, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, got, got my internet in Illinois went out every day for like six days at, at exactly eleven fifty-eight Central. So twelve fifty-eight. It's the ghost of twelve fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're getting closer. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like Chris says. Probably Will Muschamp. He sent us a virus. Sitting there laughing his ass off at Athens. <laughs> Tell me I look like I was wearing a black garbage sack. There you go. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. What if Will Muschamp was Scarface? <laughs> Stick your face in the fat and like it. He's got the intense of the facial. Yes. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah. kind of looks. He kind of similar. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put Will Muschamp's head on it. Hey, come on, cockroaches. All right. You want to mess with me? Put your face in the fat and like it. After it is what it is. Homework assignment on the app. So (laughs) I now what? (laughs) (laughs) Most champs face superimposed on. Change is inevitable. Close is optional. (laughs) Cockroaches. Change is inevitable. What else did he? He's he has a toe. He has a toe. He has a toe. He has a toe. Uh, that's more. That's more scarface. He has a toe. Who was it? I fa- heard the other day. Yo, One of the put SEC. Put your face coaches. in the fan and like it. Put your he face in the fan and like it. 
Heupel was like, somebody has Josh Heupel's Robert Lowe, the Robert Lozier character. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like him anymore. You want to jump now? I have He's, no idea what you're talking about. We're I've out got of here. all kinds See of ideas. Monday inside the Gamecocks, the show. I've got all kinds of ideas here.